Hi, Soul Sibling. Welcome back. Two of my dearest friends, two of the crown jewels in my friendship circle are dealing with cancer. And on this episode, I'd like to talk about one of these friends. She truly had me at hello. We met in ceremony for the very first time in 2011. And I'm so fortunate and grateful to know and love this friend. And even bigger, I'm so grateful that I am present and interested and curious and willing to be connected to her right now as she is in the depth of her treatment and healing and evolution. And she's given me permission to talk a little bit about her. And so what I wanted to do is continue on with this Q and Alexander. And she didn't ask me a question. Instead, I've been invited to participate in her video updates and to be part of the journey. And I was listening to a recent video post that she sent to many of us. And I took notes because I was so touched by this gorgeous Well, first of all, I'm touched, period, because of the vulnerability and the authentic expression and what is being shared. It's quite magical. It's quite raw and real, and it puts things into perspective for me. So this is what I heard her say, and I took notes and wrote it down. All of my dreams and prayers realized through cancer. why it mattered so much to me what happened in the past. I can't remember what I was trying to get over. She says she feels she's in a different dimension. She's elevated and all these things are dying. She's moving forward into unlimited potential of wholeness. And so this is the main part. Move forward, she said, and let it go. Forward only direction. Infinite potential forward. Anything that has already happened is a limitation. Ooh, absolutely gorgeous. This is what we're swimming in today. Let's dive in. Welcome to Viral Mindfulness, the podcast. I'm your host, Alexander Smith. Some people call me Mr. Blue. Either way, I'm looking to be your spiritual muse. This is my friend Vanessa, and this is her second round with cancer. And the first round, she made decisions to do it very much more solo and without a lot of us knowing what was happening until after the fact. Just this morning, she told me that in that time of the first round of cancer, she was extensively listening to John O'Donohue, his longing and belonging, about 30 hours of audios on an Audible account. And the interesting part is that when she was listening to that, I too was also listening to it during my first year of uncovery and hitting rock bottom with addiction and moving towards a new spiritual path. 
And this time she made a different decision to let us all know earlier this fall, the end of summer. And she invited so many of us to be a part of the prayer and her intentions. And she's been so open and gracious. And it's been such a wonderful experience for me. I made a decision to participate. And I made a decision to show up for her without expectation and to show up as I know how I would want someone to show up for me through some of the things I've been through. Also knowing that I don't know what it's like to be in her situation. I was deeply touched when she told me in an early message that she knows I understand what it's like to look at the boogie monster and to look down this rabbit hole. And I was tickled and honored because I feel like my experiences are different, but I'm learning that pain is pain and that your pain and my pain can be interconnected with compassion and presence. And so the prayers are happening, the intentions. And today, in honor of the new decade in 2020 and the new year and all this magic, I wanted to offer something that's really relevant. I'm not saying goals and the one word and intentions and the decade in review and crossing off your list and adding to and letting go of what doesn't serve you anymore or, you know, charting your vision board. All of that is amazing. What I would like to discuss in this episode is something a little different. It's more of a spiritual practice, and I'm excited to share it with you. Here's the suggestion. This specifically comes from the mouth and words of John O'Donohue, Irish poet and philosopher. He truly is a master of words and spiritual insight. And so I'm just going to let him give the instructions. He suggests that each of us should write a prayer. In his own words, John O'Donohue, you should create your own prayer. You should make one special prayer, which would be the prayer of your soul. You should listen carefully to your soul. Listen to the voices within you. Listen to your longings, your desires, and your hungers. And listen to the unexpected that is around the rim of your life. And then, out of all of that, write out, write down a prayer that is big enough for your wild soul that is tender enough for your shy, awkward vulnerability that has enough healing in it to put the ointment of the divine forgiveness over your wounds, that has enough truth and vigor in it to challenge you out of your own complacency and that has enough graciousness and vision in it to show you and to mirror your own beauty. Write a prayer 
that's worthy of the great destiny that's been given to you. This is not about narcissism. It's about, as they say in America, about honoring the call of your soul, the call of the wild, the call of your soul, and write that prayer and take as long as you need to make it because it's more important to make it well than to get it done. It might take you a month. It could take you a year. But write out the prayer that is equal to you and then memorize it and carry for the rest of your days that worthy and gracious prayer of your heart around the world with you. It will become a really individual mantra. The calling of your deepest essence that will open you up within and renew to bring new areas to birth inside you and bring the wild and tender and creative light and beauty of your heart out to every object and place and person that you will ever meet from now on. Isn't that absolutely lovely? And so here it is. Here is your new year, new decade suggestion. I'm suggesting that you take some time, you get out the notebook and you spend 30 minutes right now writing down mantra, prayer, prose that fits under these characteristics. And the reason being, specifically, I am once again totally in love with the idea of praying and allowing for the invisible world to become visible within ourselves. Walking with my dear friend Vanessa and walking with her week by week over the last eight to nine weeks of her treatment in San Francisco, California, has truly been such a divine, beautiful, funny. We've cried and we've laughed and we've been connected at the heart and we have shared such beautiful ideas. And specifically, she has shared such authenticity and vulnerability in such an interesting place to sit as a human. And so I believe in all the other magic of, you know, mantras and vision boards. And in fact, this season, I've been doing a little bit of the Marie Forleo uh, three-part series she's been launching over December and into the new year. And she's calling it a Marie Forleo decade in review. And I've been following Marie Forleo since 2013, and she definitely is a teacher that I've allowed in. And when I saw this content coming through, I was just like, ugh, a decade in review. Oh my gosh, I'm so sick of this stuff. I usually listen to her on Tuesdays, which is the day of the week that she launches her content. And I just kind of poked in and read the email and started the the short, you know, audio video podcast. And it was actually really interesting. And the decade in review allowed for me to look at this entire decade from 2010 to 2019 today and looking forward to 2020. 
And it was really inspiring for me because when I look at what I did in 2019, it's very easy for me to get stuck in what I didn't do and all the things that I could have done. But when I look really at 2010 till now, uh, I have accomplished a lot of things that are very important to me and have made some major changes in my life. And it was really inspiring for me to internalize that as I look forward into 2020 and to this new decade of the roaring 20s, that I can take that confidence, I can take that what I've learned, and I really feel that taking the suggestion from O'Donohue to write a prayer worthy of the wild nature of your soul is so great. So take 30 minutes right now. Wrap this up. Get as quick as you can to your pencil and your pens and your watercolors and your leather journals or your lined notebook right from, you know, the grocery store, the drugstore and sit down and write a few. Here is one that has come out for me so far. In 2020 and beyond, May I be led, may I lead with playfulness, curiosity, may I continually be in wonder and in awe. May I see each day, may I live each day as a gift from the divine goddess. So that's just kind of one part for me. And so I'm really taking to this and I will follow up at some point. And I do have one additional part coming in the next episode of Bite Size Mindfulness. So in honor of my dear friend, Vanessa, I just want you to know, Vanessa, if you're listening, that I absolutely love and adore and admire every bit of you. And you are already enough, you are already sharing enough, you are already vulnerable enough, perfect enough today, just as you are inside and outside of all of life's experiences. Get to it, my soul siblings, share the magic, be the kindness, and I'll see you next time here on Viral Mindfulness, the podcast. Let me be your muse to music, mindfulness, creativity, and compassion over at my website, viralmindfulness.com. You can also find me regularly throughout the week over at Instagram. That's also at viralmindfulness.